Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Well, hello, everyone. This is Dr. Eileen, and this is another daily dose of medicine walk and getting back into the groove of being here at the cabin. And for those of you who are listening in on Blog Talk Radio, this is Healing House Radio. So, um, as we move forward with, um, you know, just figuring out how to make it through these very difficult and trying days, and especially doing it as an empath, one who is sensitive to the energies of other people, I was thinking about reactivity. And what I mean by that is not so much as to figuring out why we did something, because I think probably all of us have had a point where we go, man, why did I do that? Why, 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 you know, what was the thing that made that a good idea? Because in hindsight, it was so not a good idea. And maybe it's something you've done before, but you get caught in it. And there's a part of being reactive or how we respond that has to do not so much with what we are or who we are as it does what was the experience that we were having what was the environmental experience what was going on that became the thing that inspired the reaction that we had and this is especially important for empaths because the idea that we respond to things sometimes, especially if we're unmanaged, we will respond to things because that is kind of the collective consciousness that's going on. If you're around a lot of very angry people and you, something happens, even if you walk away from them, you still have that residual energy. And so you go and you respond angrily to somebody else and it, maybe it starts an argument, you know, maybe it is, you know, just goes into a very bad place. And in the back of our minds, we're thinking, it's like, why am I so angry about this? What is so triggering to me? And it is, it, it's interesting because there is a lot of anger in the energetic field that we all exist in. There is a lot of um, fear. There is a lot of loss. There's a lot of grieving. So all of these really heavier emotions are just out in abundance right now. And as we move through 2020 and hopefully to get this thing ended, um, it's not looking like it's getting any better anytime soon. So when we are sensitive to the energies of others, when we are receptive to the energies, when we are strongly affected by the energies of others, and because I believe everybody has a level of empathic ability because we are communal creatures, we are pack animals. And when you have a pack, the pack needs to be able to resonate with the other members of the pack, with the other members of the community because that is how you survive as a group, as a collective. 
So I think it is our instinct to be genetically wired to have that ability. Now, some people have it to a greater degree than others. And so when we consider the fact that we are very receptive, if you are finding that you have a tendency to be more easily agitated, that's probably why, because the overall environment we're in, it's sort of like, you know, stepping outside in the rain, you're going to get wet. You're going to be affected by the environment. Now, once that, that event, whatever it is, that catalyst event that gets things going, well, then it becomes what has been going on in here and what's in here. What is our history? Because I've said before that we can resonate with any emotion as a form of energy. And the ones we will resonate most strongly with are the ones that we have a personal experience in or the ones that have affected us um, a lot. So if somebody has had a really hard upbringing, maybe there's a lot of trauma in the childhood that has to do with abandonment and, and resentment and, and fear, well, that person is going to resonate most strongly with those emotions because those are what the main, the strongest things we have in us with. So, you know, it will resonate more with that. And if somebody has generally a personality that is more calm that is tending to be more optimistic, that tends to be very nurturing, when those emotions come in, likewise, they are going to be what we feel most. They are going to be the ones that most easily resonate with us. Somebody who is happy, positive, and generally, you know, even keeled, put them in a room full of angry people. And yes, it may take a while, and, you know, even that person will start to be affected by it if they're in it for a lot, a long time. It will be fighting against their basic resonance of, you know, no, it's not so bad and calm down. And in fact, often that person coming into an environment, if they're a strong enough empath and if they're aware of what it is that they can do and how they can connect and realizing that empathy is as much about transmission as receiving they can actually alter the energy of that room and create a more positive environment. I know it's possible because I've done it. So that idea that it is not just about what we feel, but also what we can transmit. And the fact that a lot of people are resonating with this sort of angry, frustrated energy because maybe they've got a lot of anger and frustration in their own lives, or maybe they've had a history with that. Maybe they have, you know, an issue with, you know, say, something from their life or their past that they haven't dealt with, that they haven't acknowledged. And see, that's also an important thing, is that once empaths know that there are certain energies that we will resonate with faster than others, whether we choose to or not, you know, before you gain a level of management over it. I won't really say mastery, but management I prefer. I prefer the term because it is something that we manage. 
And I don't picture my empathy as something I master because it's a part of me. And so it's kind of mastering myself. So the idea of being able to manage empathy and to manage and understand, okay, here are the things in my life that I know I will resonate very strongly with. And here are the things that could be a, a very cat, catalytic, catalytic, like catalyst. Anyway, that they can trigger that event very easily. So as long as I'm aware where my vulnerabilities are, then I can be able to focus on using meditation and breathing practices and things like that to be able to bring myself into more of an even space when I know I'm going into that environment. If I know I'm going into an, envir an environment that will be, you know, very, that I will be very susceptible to at that point, it is a really good idea first to decide, do I really need to be in this? And second, can I go in and remain myself? Can I remain separate? You can dial down your empathy or you can just be able to go in and as you feel that sort of, you know, as that energy meets yours and it's resonating like this and suddenly you start to resonate like this and if it's, you know, anger, fear or anything like that, as you feel it building up, you realize and say to yourself, okay, I am resonating with this. Who is in here, you know, is the source, are there multiple sources and how can I manage this better? So that my ability to react becomes choice and not reflex. So consider that, take a look at that in your own life. What are the situations that you find that you are most resonant with. If you're in with a group of people who are, you know, oh, love and light and, and all kinds of very optimistic, very, you know, very up. If you find that you get a little bit aggravated by that, or you find it very difficult to kind of get into the resonance of that environment, and yet if you're at something that is higher intensity, higher energy, maybe a little bit you know, on that anger scale. Well, then if you're resonating with that, take a look at what it is that is in your life, that is in your history. Maybe you grew up and your the family structure was one where there was a lot of anger. Maybe if you have a tendency to really connect with people who have been abandoned to the point that you sort of lose yourself in, in it, then take a look at the times that you felt abandoned. How strongly does that live in you that something is going to start, you know, start triggering it to react and then it becomes your response. So take a look at that, see where it is. And, and it's not about good, bad. None of these, you know, anger isn't bad. Fear isn't bad. Um, Fear is basically the other side of the coin from wisdom and discernment and learning from the past. Anger is the other side of the coin of determination and conviction. So it, it, there is a light and shadow to all of these. The question is, when you're in the environment, 
it's good to be able to resonate because then you can identify. But when you get too far into it, at that point, it's just like you're as helpless as that other person to be able to manage this. And then you become a part of the issue as opposed to bringing in balance and restoring it. You know, it's, it's adding to the imbalance as opposed to adding to the balance. So consider that. Consider what it is. What are your buttons that can be pushed? They talk about, oh, well, they pushed my button. Well, that button is that place where you resonate most with someone else, where the emotions, the energy that is easiest for you to resonate with. Now, does that mean that a person who maybe grew up in a very, you know, very intense and even to the point of toxic environment, that they cannot resonate with things that are gentle and light and optimistic? Of course not. You can absolutely do that. You're an empath. You can resonate with anything. It just means that you will be able to find those things within yourself because those, those emotions and that energy does exist in you. That gentleness exists in you. And, and a lot of people say, well, no, that I'm just like that. I'm, I'm angry. That's just how I am. No, it's not. It's a part of you. It's not all of you. And you can learn to be able to find, because the really beautiful part about this is by identifying those buttons, by identifying, well, yes, I do resonate with abandonment because I've had issues with that. I do resonate with anger because I do have issues with that. I tend to be fearful, so I do resonate with that. It allows us the opportunity to find balance within ourselves. It allows us to be able to say, okay, where is that gentle part in me? Because I know it's there. And to explore and look for it and nurture it. You can be able to nurture those lighter emotions and energies. And it is a really great way to bring about healing within yourself. It's a great way to heal from what it is that you've been experiencing or that you have experienced. Yes, you know, you may respond very quickly to anger and resonate with it because of the fact that you were exposed to it at a very young age, or that's been the pattern, or, you know, it's a pattern with partners, things like that. And there is that light, gentle side. There is that optimistic side. There is that, that sweetness, that childlike, the happy child, as opposed to the angry child. That lies within you as well. And it can be found and it can become a way to heal and bring balance back inside of you. And once you bring balance back inside of you, you can help bring balance into the world around you. But it's an excellent opportunity to be able to study those things that you're being reactive to and figuring out exactly what it is that you can do to be able to make it right and to restore that equilibrium inside. And so once you do that, then you find while you can still resonate with it, it does not go out of your control. It does, it becomes an action that you can choose as opposed to a reaction. You don't have to be reactive to things without your control. It just takes a little bit of work to study that inside. And I spent a lot of time working with that. And once I discovered, oh, the reason that I get so caught up in this, you know, if somebody is, is brings up a, a, social or cultural or political or whatever 
if you find that you immediately go into anger or you immediately will defend if somebody says something, it's like, well, you know, I feel this about that. And somebody, you know, it may be something that is a part of that reactiveness. And it's like, you know, suddenly you're not just upset for yourself. You're upset for everybody else who is a part of that. And you go into reaction. So take a look at that. Take a look and see what it is that you are the most resonant with and then figure out why. And then once you figure out why, then it's the work inside to be able to restore balance and to bring up that opposing energy. You know, if you, you know, if you tend to be really fearful and you resonate with people who are fearful because you've had a lot of fearful experiences, that's okay. You have courage inside of you. You're very, very brave. You are tremendously brave. And by being able to find that within yourself and cultivate it and nurture it and say, well, you know what? I am a pretty brave person. I, I, I was brave this time and I was brave this time. And by doing that, you start to bring up that feeling so that when that fear environment comes in, you don't automatically resonate with it it's still leveled off because it's like, okay, they're fearful, but I don't have to be fearful because I know I'm brave. And this is about really getting to know yourself and liking yourself and loving yourself for exactly who you are and all of your pieces, wounding or not. So if you have any questions about that, please contact me and I'll be happy to go into more detail or talk about your particular situation. So thank you for joining me. And if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, you can leave them in the comment section. You can also follow me on Twitter. You can reach me through my Facebook group, Medicine Walk with Dr. Eileen. I am on Discord. And I also have my email address and all of those contact pieces are in the description. And if you like the video, then please press like. And if you have not subscribed yet, Please, 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 that would be awesome if you could, if you, you know, really think that this ain't so bad, that, you know, maybe there's some good points here. And again, if you have a particular area of empathy or any other, you know, kind of personal enrichment type of topics that you'd like me to cover, please let me know and I'll be happy to cover it for you. So again, thank you for joining me. And as always... I wish you balance and I wish you blessings from my heart to yours. Love you and see you next time. Bye. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.